podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 363. Very excited you decided to join us today. Make sure you go over and check out our sponsor, uh, Coach Dr. You know what? This is the world I live in. I don't live in an edited world. I'm going to leave that. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. And go over and check out our sponsors, Dr. Dish. They are much better at speaking and helping you out than I am. <laughs> if you call them on the phone, they will take really good care of you. They are the most innovative shooting machine on the market. Not only the technology and the workouts, um, but just how easy it is to set it up and set it up and take it down. It, it, you you will you will fall in love with it. So make sure you go over and check that out. Make sure you mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you three hundred dollars off your next purchase. Also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know. I've, I've put my love and soul into it. We're working on it every day. We're trying to make it better for the coaches. It's not only community. It's not only new resources. It will help you through those tough times. It will make you a better coach. It will help you win games. So go over and check it out. Also, make sure you go over, and if you would like to help us out, keep the lights on here at Coach Unplugged. Go over and check out our Amazon link. It's down below in the show notes, www www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. It will just take you to the Amazon page every time you shop. If you click on that first, put it in the, in the cart, we'll get a small commission. We would really appreciate that. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Um, I'm going to let coach, I'm going to let coach, I'm going to let coach Mason introduce himself. And then um, what I like to do is have him kind of tell us about his basketball journey to start. And then um, we kind of basically see which road that takes us down. And, you know, I've got all sorts of questions, but um, sometimes we go down a road that's not necessarily the one that I think we're going to start down. So, Coach, can you, can you tell us? And, I, and I'm, I, I, I grew up in the Midwest, but I went to school out east. So I kind of know. Give us your location, where you're coaching, all that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, I, my name's Charlie Mason. I'm, I'm actually finishing up my 16th year at New England College which is located in uh, Henniker, New Hampshire. The only Henniker in the world. It is. So been, yep. Been, been very fortunate um, working for a school I really believe in. Um, prior to that, I spent seven years at Johnson state as the head basketball coach there. And before that spent two years at Elmira college and two years before that at Rockford college out in Illinois. Oh, I know where that is. So, um, okay. Yeah. So been been really fortunate. Been working with with great people throughout that tenure, and um, just excited to be on the air tonight with you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so my brother went to Dartmouth for for undergrad. I went to Dartmouth for graduate school. He lives in Bedford, which is a suburb of Manchester, and uh, I think we spent the last five or six summers in Crystal Lake, which is about I don't know half hour from. Uh, from from Hanover, so I know New Hampshire very well. Um, well. My my wife's family is all from Bedford. Oh, okay. So right. yeah, went to school at West High School. Now they have Bedford High School, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's where my niece uh, and nephew. My niece and nephew are Bulldogs. I think they're Bulldogs. I uh, believe they are. Yes, I, I believe you're correct. I think that's right. So, um, all right. So tell me, tell me about. So the people that tend to listen to this podcast tend to be youth coaches, high school coaches, 
we've got some collegiate coaches, but it tends to be more of the high school AAU youth coach and all that kind of stuff. And they, and they ask a lot of different questions um, of me on a regular basis. And one of them is like, I want to become a college coach. I want to be a division three coach. I want to be a collegiate coach. How do I do that? What would, what would your advice be to them? Or what would, what would you say to them if they were asking that question? I think you got to have two feet in where you are. And I think if your goal is to get to the next level, I think the first thing to do is, is do a great job of where you are. I think um, being successful in the position you are makes you much more attractive to the, that next opportunity. I think having said that, I, I think the, the natural progression would be going to, to work uh, on a college staff. Right. Um, and I think the most important thing is finding someone not only a successful program as you look for that next opportunity, but most importantly, working for someone you trust, you respect, and you feel you can be committed to right? and vice versa. And, and have you seen things change in the collegiate level over the last 10 years? Especially at your I level. I think every year it changes. And how does it change? Uh, I think every, every year, I mean, it, it's just a very competitive field. Right. You, you, uh, I, I, my first time as a graduate assistant out at Rockford College, I worked for a gentleman, Coach Tim Buckley. And, and Tim was a great influence. I, I'll never forget going up to my first Final Four with him uh, up to Minneapolis. And he told me, walking in the door, we're in a line of probably 2,000 people waiting to get their credentials saying, you know, this, this is the avenue. This is who you're competing with every time you're looking at that next job. Right. And I think, I think those opportunities are much more competitive now than they were in the early nineties when, when I had my first opportunity. Right. And I, and I, and I had a, I don't, I don't, it was like a week ago. I was talking to Brendan, sir, um, who, who basically said, you know, he worked for, I don't know if he was in the front office of the, of the Knicks or something. And he basically said, I got a thousand resumes, you know, over the two and a half years I was working for the Knicks. You know how many people I hired off those resumes? And I go, well, I have no idea. He goes zero. <laughs> um, it was about relationships and networking. Um, which is part of getting out and, and doing that. I think that's really important. I would agree. Um, do you it's, see it's interesting. I was just going to say it's interesting because when I was was back in the, the late '80s, '90s, I was playing. I, I worked. I had a great opportunity. My eighth grade coach had moved up the coaching ladder pretty quickly. He was out working. The, he was the associate head coach out at Marquette. Okay. Kevin, uh, excuse me, for Mike Dean and then Kevin O'Neill. Okay. He got me yep. into working camps. Yep. I think the way things have changed with AAU, I don't know if camps are necessarily the same avenue that they once were. I think the, the hardest, most difficult challenge for a young person or, or an older person getting into the business at college level is figuring out where you find your niche to make, make those relationships. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I'm not sure it's the camp. It used to be the camps for sure. Um, I'm not sure it's the same as it was when you and I were coming up through. I agree. Um, you know, I've thought about me, I mean, you know, I've been very successful. We won, I mean, I've coached guys that have played a professional level. We've won tons of games. We, you know, probably one of the, our program over the last 20 years, probably the one of the, probably won the most games in the state of Wisconsin, probably over that span. Um, and I've thought about it, but it's like, you're right. I think it's gotta be that right piece at the right time with that right school. Um, if you're going to make the jump. Um, and, but I tell people, why would I want to move when I got a good, <laughs> a good thing going too? Um, so 
So I think that's interesting. Uh, so you've been there. You had a great season this year. <laughs> um, we did. It, it, it was a wonderful ride. It was a good, it was, yeah. And, and who did you, who'd you play in the first round? I, I looked it up. But I we forgot. played Swarthmore. Okay. Swarthmore went all the way to the lead eight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. The, and the, and the WEAC, our, our league is really, our, the state schools in Wisconsin tend to be really good because we don't have any division two schools in our state. So that helps keep a lot of those kids around. Um, so talk about the recruiting process because I know you were saying you were recruiting the other day. Talk, talk to the people about how that works, especially at your level rather than, you know, we're not talking the Villanova, Jay Wright calling, um, <laughs> you know, the division one big boys have a different level than, than you do. Talk about how you do your recruiting. I think it's very similar to what we were describing in terms of, of creating opportunities to coach at, at the college level. I think it's all about relationships. That's something we've really been invested. I, I've been really fortunate. We have a, um, an athletic director who's been very supportive, and we have a support staff. We have an associate head coach, Malcolm Wynn, who's – Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. Make sure you uh, like, uh, leave that five-star review. We really appreciate that. Go over and check out teachhoops.com. You know you want to become a better coach. You know you want to mentor. You know you want help in those little day-to-day -day struggles. I will be there to help you. Trust me, you'll get a video from me within an hour, probably within an hour, but definitely within a day of you joining me, telling you how to get on, how to help you, what, what, what we can do to make you a better basketball coach. So go over and check it out. Let's get back to the podcast. Who's got more experience than I do? What right. was a former head college coach, and um, his, he's been tremendous, and we've had a, a graduate assistant program um, that we've been very fortunate. We have Jaywan Martin right now in his first year, so we, we spend a lot of time on the road um, right. going and, and trying to build relationships. Um, in fact, last year, our, our, we, we started two freshmen. We, we ended up seeing each freshman play last year as seniors in high school, we saw them individually I, between the two of them. We must've gone 30 times to watch them play. I think that's and a that, lost thing right now. I really do. I mean, I mean, I think that, I think the coaches coming to the high school games is, I think the shortcut is the summer stuff. And um, I think the relationships can be built when they come out of the locker room and during the high school season. I do. I think, I mean, I see the big boys showing up the D one guys, but um you just don't see it like you used to about the college coaches hanging around the high school gyms. You just don't see it. At least in our area, you don't see it like you used to. Again, I, you alluded to before, I think it's that relationship. I think that's something that's lost in just today's society in general with the cell phone and the internet and so forth. Yeah. Um, I mean, Steve, we go watch, we go to graduate high school graduations. Right. I went to seven graduations last year alone. Wow. And what's your radius? So, what's your recruiting radius? I mean, in the past, but, we've had budgets. students all the – Yeah, I, we've, we've been able to go international, but we're not going over to see them play. Right. Um, we've, we've had a lot more success in Massachusetts, which is – Massachusetts, the New England area, I'd say probably five hours we, we'll be on, on the road to make a trip like that. After that, we just – we can't make – trips that go beyond New York and so forth. Right. On a, on a, on a routine basis. Doesn't mean we're, we're always looking for the next avenue. Right. Um, and do, and again, do kids we, we self recruit a, themselves? Do they like say, hey, I want to come there. I'm liking, do you get a lot of that or not? 
to some extent, I, I think this year with the success we had, I think we make ourselves much more marketable. Right. Right. I think there's something to be said for, for, I mean, even this generation, people want to go somewhere where, where they're competitive. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've had a, a great environment this year and we have a young team. We, we, we want to take another step. We know we need to bring in some more players to help us um, continue to move forward. What, um, what, what, skill, what, skill, what skill do you think kids are missing when you go out and watch all these games? I, I think it's passion. It's a little dog. I, I think I, they play so many games that, that, that the passion isn't, doesn't resonate like I think it once did. I, I, yes. I, it, it's the Snapchat society. Everything's so fast. And it's so, so here's my theory with this. My son is a sophomore. He'll, he was, he was on my JV team. He'll, he'll, he'll make my team next year, but it was like, we, had, we were, he's a good student. So he's looking at some schools out there, some probably just to go to school. Um, but anyway, he, um, we were talking about, do you want to play AU or not? And he goes, well, let's talk about the pluses and minuses of it. And we decided that it was more important for him to get stronger, faster, and, and shoot the ball even better than he can than to go play four games on a Saturday, <laughs> um, which has what meaning do they really have unless you're a top recruit? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think they that, play too That's many. amazing for a, for a 10th grader to have that perspective. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Because I've, I've, yeah. I think that's – yeah, uh, it just you, you don't hear very often of a – Right, and I told him, and I told him, I said, Drew, you can, you can play AU and you can go play with your friends and you can, you know, but let's talk about what this really is. It's you hanging out with your buddies, just playing games, having fun. It's not going to make you a better player, um, you know, because I can get you a game. I can call 10 guys right now and get open the gym up and get you a game. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a unique thing. All right, so let's talk some X's and O's. Um, if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? I'd work on transition, I'd work on playing, and I'd work on shooting. And I think Villanova... And I, and I say transition, I would say defensive transition as much as offensive transition. Yeah. The turning and the... Um, what do you run offensively? Run the spread offense. Okay. In Illinois. Yeah. We, uh, we're, we're, we're very athletic. And I, I think the game's changing. I, 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 we've taken our post away from it in, in multiple parts because we have kids who can get to the basket. I think at the same time, everyone wants to face the basket anyway. Right. And I, 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 we've had a lot. We, we had a really positive experience this year um, with, with Brad Underwood's um, concepts. I, I like that. Yeah. Not a lot of people are running that either. Um, what uh, – if you could go back to yourself as a younger coach, go back to those Rockford days, what would you tell yourself? How important patience is. <laughs> and I, I think that'd be the first thing I would, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And what, why I, do you say patience? Because I'm, I'm very passionate. And right. I think when you're passionate, I think it's difficult to be patient. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, yes, I would agree. Um, here's, uh, this is a great question I've asked a lot of coaches. If you could think of one coaching moment um, that we could talk about and dive into that would maybe help the, the coaches that are listening, do you have any of those? 
Any, anything from a game you've seen to a game you experience, anything we could kind of talk about and dive into? I think the, the, the thing that really resonates about this past year and, and actually the last two years where we've been able to turn things around for us is the importance of the support staff and having okay. people you can trust and, and, and actually having their input and allowing them to be invested in, in the, into the program. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think there's something to be said for, for different voices. And I think obviously at the college level, there's, there's more of a commitment. You have more of a support staff most of the time from, from what I can see my right. experiences, but I think their perspective is really helpful. Well, and I tell people, I mean, there's, there's two really important days a day. I pick my team <laughs> um, at, at my level and the people I have that I'm, I'm spending all my time, the, the support people around me without those two, we don't, we're exactly. not successful. Yeah, I agree. Um, tell me, uh, tell me one time you lost a game on a last second shot and what you would have done differently. It's interesting. You say that I, I, well, I, I'd come back and ask you a question. Okay. Are you a believer in fouling at the end of the game when you're up three and the other team has the ball? And if so, at what point of the clock would you foul? I don't. I hate doing it. I know I'm a math teacher, and I know there's times I'm supposed to do it. I hate putting points on the board. I hate putting points on the board. Um, so, I, I mean, I will. with Seven seconds tends to be my cutoff. Um, Again, we don't have a okay. shot clock and all that kind of stuff, and there's no like moving it to like half court like the women and stuff like that. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I I I tend not to do that. Um, even though the math the math is about fifty fifty on it too. Uh, I just I'm not convinced high school kids are good enough at boxing out and those kind of things that I think we could actually. Well, that- <laughs> Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Again, if you want to help us, there's two ways, really two great ways you can help us. You can go over to um, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. That's our, our affiliate link. If you, if anytime you shop on Amazon, if you go there first, um, we get a small little commission on your purchase. Also, a big way that you can help us too, and, and I can show my wife why this is working, is go over to wherever you listen to your iTunes and leave, leave a Libra review. We love those reviews. We love that we're reaching and leaving a light in for all those coaches out there and giving them little tidbits every week. So go over and do that. That means a lot to us. I will respond to those, and have a great week. Sports Social Podcast Network.